1: Danny is a pleasant six-year-old male who presents with his parents for his well-child visit. He's lovely to engage with, but his parents describe a fair amount of frustration with school. Danny seems to have trouble attending, is bouncing off the wall, and his teachers are frustrated. They ask you for advice on how to help Danny control his behavior. Hi, this is Frank Domino. And joining me today on Frankly Speaking about Family Medicine is Susan Feeney, Assistant Professor and Coordinator of the Family Nurse Practitioner Program at the University of Massachusetts Medical School, Graduate School of Nursing. Thanks for coming, Susan. Thanks, Frank. So, um, children and children having trouble attending at a young age—any thoughts?
2: Um, it's a—it's something we see a lot in in uh, primary care. So, um, you know, we what they seem to be describing is executive function. What it, do you, can you describe executive function and, and why is it
1: important? So executive functioning is um, probably what allowed most of us in medicine to succeed. It's the ability to organize, plan, and respond to stressors. Um, and, and it's got a, a, a large data set to know what is executive functioning but how to develop it is is somewhat challenging especially in young children many things have been looked at to see um, what's available and there are a variety of websites you can go to and classes that are being offered to help children organize themselves um, most of which we don't really know if it's long-term beneficial Uh, The longitudinal analysis of music education on executive functions in primary school children was a recent randomized controlled trial that tried to see if music education might have an impact on executive functioning.
2: So how did the study try to augment or support executive function?
1: So uh, there had been uh, some observational data that said learning to... um, Uh, learning, having music instruction at a young age seemed to improve executive functioning down the road, but it's very hard to coordinate what happens to a five- or eight-year-old with how they do in the real world in their twenties and thirties. So they tried to put together a randomized control trial with four arms. One of the arms, um, there was no change in their education. Another arm received uh, additional one to two hours a week of of art therapy, of art class. Mm -hmm. Um, A third group Um, who were already in music education, were continued in music education, then a fourth group were given one to two hours of music education integrated into their school day. So they, they ran this forward and they measured IQ and a variety of skills within executive functioning. In particular they looked at planning, working memory, and the ability to control your behavior, or what they called inhibition. And they found that over time the two music groups, those who were already enrolled in music class or those who had one to two hours per week of extra of new music instruction, had significant improvements in all the skill areas with regard to executive functioning, including increases in intelligence quotient. There was some benefit to the art education. But it wasn't necessarily on executive functioning, and there was no change in those parameters in the children who received none of the uh, additional education.
2: So, does that mean that the that music education is better than art for for these for developing
1: kids? Well, it, it, it does not necessarily mean it's better than art, but it certainly has a different impact on their ability to control their behavior and develop a planning approach, um, and those are the skills consistent with um, with with executive functioning. Now, the art students, the students who had in the art arm, um, developed considerably greater visual-spatial abilities than the other groups, um, but it did not have the same impact on their ability to control their behavior, to uh, organize themselves and their work, and to um, improve their memory.
2: So, um, specifically, what was the music instruction? Did, did Was it um did they learn an instrument? Did they, was it singing? It's just curious. Well,
1: it was yes. The answer is yes, it was all those things. So the class would begin with um, everyone singing the same song, and then they'd talk a little bit, believe it or not, about music theory. They'd talk about music and art history, and then they would all sing some other works where they were allowed to improvise. And it um, sounded actually pretty fun, and it was, it was very structured and very organized, and um, overall it led to um, both student and parent uh, uh, appreciation of outcomes.
2: So what other methods can parents employ to develop these executive functions? What can we take from this study to help our parents uh, help with their children like Danny?
1: So I've actually looked into this for a number of years because we know in in medical education the students that succeed the best are not just always the brightest, but the ones that are the best organized. And um, there are a variety of software programs, there are a variety of other tools that you can employ, but their benefit hasn't been well researched. Um, There are some wonderful things that you can talk to parents about um, for young children to help that. So for um, the um, Harvard Center on the Developing Child has a wonderful resource that talks about by age, things you should be doing. And there's things we've sort of often supported, but maybe we need to organize a bit more. For example, with five-year-olds, storytelling is a huge deal. Reading to children up to five is very important, but not only should we as parents tell them stories, but that we should encourage the child to tell stories. Playing visual-spatial games, card games, um, activity games like musical chairs, and those sorts of things actually do correlate with learning the ability to control yourself, improve your memory, and improve your attentional skills. Um, We'll link that resource to this podcast on the landing page because I actually find the data included there really beneficial. Most of it has a strong evidence base and it's really wise to, to work with children in every age group, but especially those populations that are at particular risk. For example, low income or parents who are necessarily unprepared or poorly prepared for parenting or are young and have no full understanding of the need for skills like executive functioning.
2: Yeah. So for us as primary care providers to really support this with our parents, getting sure they have these resources, and it makes me also think about the whole right brain, left brain connection, and we know that people that are very successful, we have anecdotal information on some of our more uh, profound thinkers, Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci and things like that, that really excelled in the arts and also in the sciences and were, were profoundly successful. So it, it does seem to bear out, you know, the the study seems to bear out what which, which we've seen in, in real life.
1: And I think that's very true. I, I, was, I was fortunate to um be one of those children that absolutely hated having to practice music, but my parents forced me through for a number of years. Did that help me get here? I, I don't know, but um, my guess is you're absolutely right. The ability to to use both sides of your brain very effectively probably helps us all learn to organize better and, and plan.
2: Well, um, I think this is a very important study and especially since we are faced with these questions all the time in, in practice about children who may not be quote-unquote behaving or maybe hyper and that if we can really work with even with our schools to make sure that they get well-rounded both arts and music to um, to make sure that to help the students be uh, and our kids be more um, to succeed in, in executive functioning and just to succeed in, in daily life.
1: Yep. I think you're absolutely right Susan. Um, This is one of those areas that is very easy to employ in our clinical practice and with very low risk and uh, potential for enormous benefit. Thanks so much for discussing it with me. My pleasure. Practice Pointer, with your patients and their families as well as in your community, support arts training in particular music training to help children develop executive functioning skills. Join us next time when we discuss the varied non-pharmacologic approaches one can take to address hypertension.
0: Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. For more information about the article referenced in today's episode, look under the Resources section of the episode landing page. Need help reaching your CME credit goal this year? If so... Please browse the more than 300 free CME-accredited activities now available on primed.com. Thank you again for listening.